Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. On Tuesday the 21st of September 2021, the Grassroots Football Community lost a player. We also lost a friend, a son, a brother, an uncle and a fiancé in Michael Cole. Coley was 37 years of age and was diagnosed with stage 4 skin cancer at the early parts of last year, to which, unfortunately, he lost his battle with this horrific disease in mid-September. To remember, Michael, we have arranged a charity football match at Bromley FC between Real Madrid and Millwall. The Real Madrid squad to be made up of past and present Farnborough OBGFC players and the Coney Hall team to be made up of past teammates from Coley's previous clubs. 7 o'clock gates with an 8pm kickoff. The bar shuts at 12pm. We also have a raffle which will include various different prizes including a signed Anthony Joshua boxing glove from games consoles to alcohol. A auction, charity auction which will include two items, a Declan Rice signed England Euro 2020 shirt and a signed Paul Gascoigne Adidas Predator football boot. We share this event in memory of young Connor Owlett. Connor was eight years old and lost his battle with a very aggressive form of leukaemia two days before his ninth birthday. Five pound on the door. All proceeds raised on the evening to be split between St Christopher's Hospice, who looked after Michael in his last few months, and Children with Cancer UK. See you on the 28th. Hello. And welcome to the Barnet Sunder League portion of the Celt Podcast. In our Premier Division, Gal All Stars 2, Trabzon Sport UK 1. And in my game of the week, the Wrong and 3, AFC Oakwood 2. I did again. I said I couldn't be right two weeks in a row. I was actually wrong two weeks in a row. I was a wrong and I'm sorry. Um, congratulations to the wrong uns. I thought uh, Oakwood would pick up a win here. They are currently still top of the table, but. A fantastic week for teams like Highgate, Albion and Takers, with both Trabzon Sport UK and AFC Oakwood losing this weekend. Into the Championship, Alexandra Knights nil, Zaza 1. Into Division 1, London Wednesday 2, Peckham Sport 0. And Enfield United 2, United House 2. Into Division 2, AFC Edmonton 1, Locomotive Funder 0. And Grange Park 3, GCFA 3, into Division 3, London Orient 0, Continental 5, Shentry Athletic 1, Sopranos FC 2, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 4, Underdogs 2, and in my game of the week, North London Colt 2, North London Wanderers 1. Very big result for North London Colts. I did go for a 2 all draw, for it be an entertaining close game. Very big result for North London Colts. That allows them to uh, significantly close the gap to North London Wanderers if they win their games in hand. Moving on to Division 4, NLR nil into Mill Hill 6, Barnet South to 3, FC Cricklewood 2, Highgate Albion 3rd to 5, Gower Phoenix nil, and Brotherhood Cosy 6, Camden FC 1. Into Division 5, Northwest Galacticos 2, Cockfosters 2, Talflick 3, Fireside 3, and South Tottenham United 6, Rover Reporters 0. Into Division 6, Chipchan Berbers 1, 
AFC Muswell Hill second two, Edmonton Rovers five, North Atletico six, and New Barnet four, Enfield Albion four. So moving on now to the cup action in Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup action, Mehmet Chikgalata four, Takers two. Bit of an upset there, the championship team, Mehmet Chikgalata, even though they're experienced, even though they've picked up some very impressive results this season, including a win over Rocker Seniors in the London Sunday Challenge Cup and challenging Grand Athletic as well. It's still a very, very good result for Mehmet Chikgalata over the Premier Division team takers, who are obviously Middlesex Premier Cup champions. Uh, Westbourne United 1, Heavy Hitters 2, and Atletico Cerezo 2, Parkwells 3. Into the Intermediate Cup, AC Finchley 1, Trent Park 4, Mill Club de Football 3, Northumberland Park Rangers 1, and North London Athletic 1, Anatolians 3. few shocks in that. All lower-seeded teams winning there. Obviously, Trent Park Division 2 beating Div 1, Finchley. Div 2, Mill Hill beating Div 1, Northumberland Park Rangers. And Anatolians, who are lower in Div 2, beating previously unbeaten North London Athletic. In um, they're, they're both Div 2 teams, but North London Athletic are joint top of the league. Into the Junior Cup, AFC Muswell Hill 2, made a via 1. Into the Invitational Cup, Horns in Highgate 3, Panda 3. And EC Galaxy 3, the Bandits 3. Into the Middlesex Premier Cup, Hammersmith Town 0, Highgate Albion 2. I did predict a 2-1 win for Highgate Albion. I heard it was a very good game between two very good teams and a very good away result there for Highgate Albion. Into the Middlesex Intermediate Cup and this is where it gets upsetting. AFC Rose 0, Ashford Town 2. Um, yeah, really Kind of soulless performance from the guys. Um, we should have taken our chances in the first half. We had two or three, even four really good chances. Um, but we just didn't put them away. And then we got punished on the counter-attack in, at the end of the first half. A very good goal. Give, give the guy credit. He struck it phenomenally. Went top corner. Um from there on out, we just the heads went down, the effort wasn't there, um, and they they picked up a second from a free kick as well. So we have to just dust ourselves down and move on to next week because you know that's that's how it goes in Sunday league football. Um, Larksborough Rovers reserves two, Highgate Albion reserves two, Highgate Albion winning there on penalties. And Wetstone Wonders under 23s, 2. Gospel Oak, 2. So still two Barnet teams going in the Intermediate Cup, as well as three in the Premier Cup. Into the Junior Trophy, Colony Hatch Athletic, 3. Drayton, 73. Arnest Rangers, 0. Armenian Youth Association, 0. Arnest Rangers winning 5-4 and penalties there. And in the um, this is also in the Middlesex Junior Trophy. Highgate Albion full seven, Woodlands United one. So moving on into the fixtures section in the Premier Division, Highgate Albion face Hornsey and Highgate, Parkwells face Takers, 
And in my game of the week, a team who's looking to get back after two defeats in a row. It's AFC Oakwood. They take on Atletico Cerezo. I can't be right two weeks in a row. I can't be right three weeks in a row. But surely I can't be wrong three weeks in a go uh, in a row. AFC Oakwood can't let me down again. I'm going 4-2 to AFC Oakwood. Into the championship. Zaza face Westbourne United. Mehmet Chikgalata face Panda FC. And I'm going for my game of the week here. Um, promotion battle between two very good teams. Heavy hitters face the Bandits. I'm going to go for a two-all draw there. Moving on to Division 1. AFC Rose face Peckinspore. Highgate Albion Reserves face AC Finchley. And Kadaris Town face Northumberland Park Rangers. Oh, and also our game of the week um, in Division 1. Gospel Oak face Enfield United. I am going to go for a 3-1 win for Gospel Oak. Into Division 2. Locomotive Thunder face GTFA. Grange Park face Trent Park. Millhook Club to Football entertain Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. And AFC Oakwood Reserves face AFC Edmonton. Into Division 3. Continental face London Orient. It's North London Colts against Underdogs. And Shentry Athletic face Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. Into Division 4. Camden FC face Arnest Rangers. Gower Phoenix face Maida Villa. And Intermill Hill take on Brotherhood Cozzy. Into Division 5, it's New Copper facing Roman Reporters. EC Galaxy face Talflick. And South Tottenham United face Fireside. Into Division 6. And we're going to go Game of the Week this one as well. Um, well, we'll start with the other games first. And then we'll go back to the Game of the Week. So Highgate Albion Falls face North Athletico. Northwest Wolves face New Barnet. And in my game of the week, top top of the table clash. I believe these two are the top two. It's Enfield Albion facing AFC Muswell Hill seconds. AFC Muswell Hill seconds have been on a major role recently. And Enfield Albion have been slowing down a little bit. So I am going to go for a narrow 2-1 win for AFC Muswell Hill seconds. Into the cup action in Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. North London Athletic face Gower All-Stars. And Trabzon Sport UK take on Alexandra Knights. In the Junior Challenge Cup, Armenian Youth Association face United House. Cock Fosters take on Barnet Salsa. North London Wanderers take on London Wednesday. And Coney Hatch Athletic take on North West Galacticos. And in the Junior Cup, Highgate Albion thirds take on NLR. Join us next week to find out the results as well as the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to the Heart Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Um, third game week of the year um, since the Christmas break and uh, yeah, starting to get into some full flow now. Cut matches coming out as well. So yeah, all good. Uh, starting off with the uh, results from the Sunday just gone the 23rd of January. Starting in the Premier Division, we had Six Bells 1, Paxton Rovers 4, Plough and Harrow 6, AFC London Road 2. In Division 1, Hilltop 4, Player Packs 4, Pinewood 3, Blackbury Jacks 2. 
In Division 2, Forever Young People 4, BWSC 0, Little Heath 4, Welling Warriors 2, Wheat Hampstead 89 3, Harpen and Colt Reserves 0. In Division 3, Beehive 6, TNF 3, Hatfield Seniors 1, Auburn Dynamo 3, Oaks, Oaks 2, AFC Mims 4, and Oceans 11 1, Wheat Hampstead Wanderers 4. In Division 4, Mermaid Reserves 5, Phoenix Reserves 3, Royston Rangers 1, Hansbury's 2, St Albans Athletic 1, Stratford Arms Reserves 2, Brookman's Park Reserves 2, Hatfield Comets 1, London Coney United 2, St Albans Lions 1, and Radlett Town 2, Phoenix A2, Rosen Crown Mosquitoes 4, Royston Rangers Reserves 2. Oh sorry, and also St Albans Warriors 2, Marshallswick Rovers 4. Then in the Challenge Cup, we had AFC London Road Reserves 3, Brookmans Park 2, Phoenix 2, Stratford Arms 4, Skewbridge 4, Queenshead 0. In the Intermediate Cup, Hearts Vets 2, Two Willows 2, ending for a 5-4 win for Hearts Vets on penalties. We also had Oak United 3, Moortown 0, and in the KO Cup, we had Mermaid 1, Bournemouth Rovers 4. Now the fixtures for this coming Sunday, January the 30th in the Prem. Phoenix against Bournemouth Rovers. Six Bells against Queenshead. In Division 1, Stratford Arms against AFC London Road Reserves. Wheatsheaf against Pinewood. In Division 2, Forever Young People against Wheathampstead 89. Harpen and Cole Old Boys against Little Heath. And Mermaid against BWFC. And Welling Warriors against Six Bells Reserves. In Division 3, Oaks against TNF, Oceans 11 against Beehive. In Division 4, Hearts Vets against Phoenix Reserves, Royston Rangers against Moortown, and St Albans, Lethic, St Albans Athletic against Mermaid Reserves, and St George against Stratford Arm Reserves. In Division 5, Marshalls with Rovers against St Albans Lions, Radlett Town against Brookmans Park Reserves, St Albans Warriors against Hatfield Comets. In the Challenge Cup, Plough and Harrow against Hilltop. In the Charity Cup, Player Packs against Harpen and Cole Old Boys. In the Intermediate Cup, Hatfield Seniors against Hansbury's. In the Junior Cup, AFC Mims against Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. Two Willows against Phoenix A. Welling Warriors Reserves against Royston Rangers Reserves. And Brookman's Park first against Paxton Rovers in the KO Cup. They're the fixtures for this week, um, Sunday the 30th of January. Now, I'm pleased to say that the Super 6 is back. A um, little bit of a time to, 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 to get back in the flow of things, but we are back this week with the Super 6. Um, a lot of cup games this week, so I've mixed it up. I've tried to make sure I've got teams from every division in the Super 6. Um, so starting off, two Prem sides meet in the KO Cup. Uh, both sides near the foot of the table in the Prem. Brooklyn's Park um, knocked out a one cup at the weekend by AFC London Road Reserves and struggling a little bit um, this season to find themselves at the foot of the table. Paxton started well, then had a massive chunk where they were sort of struggling a little bit and they've just found a bit of form of late. Um, after after the first game back, they got a spanking from uh, league leaders Skewbridge, but a fantastic win against Six Bells um, last weekend. It will really put them in good spirits. And I think they'll carry that on into this one. We played Paxton. They're a very good side. They didn't really get going against us till the second half and we were already three or four nil up. So I know that they can play. They've got very good footballing players. Uh, Centre forward is very good as well. I'm going to go for a 3-1 Paxton win here uh, to advance to the next round of the KO Cup. 
In Division 1, two sides near the foot of the table, Wheat Sheaf and Pinewood. Both have had a difficult time this season. Pinewood have picked up a couple of good results, though. Um, but Wheat Sheaf, I know, are struggling with uh, injuries and stuff like that. They, they, they really... I also thought they'd be doing really well this season with the squad that they had. But as we know, it, it doesn't always, squad on paper doesn't always transmit to a um, to, to, to a healthy run of games and and, and positive results, as, as I know all too well. So, yeah, they're struggling a bit. But look, I think this will be a good game. It all depends on who Wheat Sheep can get out. They had a, 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 a good effort at a weekend against a good Harpen and Colts side, only falling down by two goals. Um, look, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for 2-2. Two, two. Uh, both sides, have, have, if they both get their full strength sides out, it'd be a really good game. I just hope that one isn't um, uh, weaker than the other. I hope they both get as uh, even sides out. And I think that would be a really good game now. I'm going to go for 2-2, two, two, Wheat Sheep and Pinewood. Then on to Division 2, FYPFC, top of the table, and Wheat Amsterdam 89, their closest challengers. Look, this, these two, this is a huge game for the, um, the, the title in Division 2. Probably my game of the week this week. Two fantastic sides. I know both managers really well. Um, I know Ben is ha really happy with his first season at uh, FYP in the league. And, and Lee at Wheat Amsterdam 89, they, last season, they looked like they was, they was on their way out at one point. And, and he's brought them back from there, and they're, they're doing fantastically well. These sides have already played each other twice. Uh, from memory, I think it was a win for FYP in the last league game. However, we Amps did knock them out of the cup. Um, the Intermediate Cup, which is such a big cup for all the teams in Division 2. This game is going to be an absolute cracker. I literally cannot split them. I'm going to go for a one-all draw, um, which will suit FYP more than it will Wheat Hampstead because I know they've got games in hand. Uh, but I'm going to go for a 1-1 one -one draw between FYP and Wheat Hampstead 89. But that could go either way, and that is my game of the week uh, this weekend. Uh, next up, we've got a Division 4 game. Royston against uh, Moortown. Moortown really struggling at the moment. Royston, mixed results, and I think they'll come out on top here. I'm going to go for a 4-1 win for Royston Rangers. Next up is a cup match. Uh, intermediate Cup between Hatfield Seniors and Hansbury's. Hatfield Seniors, really good result at the start of the year and then two back-to-back -back losses in the league. They'll be looking to bounce back in the Intermediate Cup against Hansbury's. Hansbury's a handful for anyone on their day, um, even though they're a division below. But I think this will be a comfortable win for Hatfield Seniors. I'm going to go for 6-2. I think there'll be a lot of goals in this game. Seniors score a lot of goals. Hansbury's always involved in good games as well. And finally, in the uh, Junior Cup, we've got Welling Warriors Reserves against Royston Rangers Reserves. Um, Welling Warriors Reserves, no fixture last week. Going well in their league, and I think they'll go well here. I'm going to go for a 4-0 win for Welling Warriors Reserves. Thanks for listening. Um, anyone who wants to go on the Super 6, you win your team a free match ball if you uh, pick the right amount of results, uh, the, better, the most amount of results right. Um, just have a look on the Hearts Ad Instagram page, Twitter account, and they get sent out on there. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Speak to you soon. Welcome to this week's Mason Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section for Celt Podcast with myself, Simon Finnegan. We start this week with Division 2 action, where Invicta Rangers travelled to Laybourne Chase and came away with three points courtesy of a 5-1 win on the road. Laybourne were unfortunate to see their 12-man matchday squad then go down with two injuries, not helping their cause whilst Rangers have goals from Adam Benham, Toby Lindley and a Sean Downing Brace plus an own goal, giving them the victory. Elsewhere, Minter were 3-0 down at half-time at home to Sunderland, but fought back a bit in the second half, but went down to a 5-2 home defeat. Ben and Jamie Twist, along with Lee Sturgeon, Eddie Phillips and Mark Brazier getting the goals for Sunderland. Chris Archer and Ricky Comber with the goals, 
in the second half for Minter. The final game in the division saw Vinters hosting Coxie from Farley and it was the Heath that came away as 2-0 winners. Both goals came from Daniel Skinner and Dave Borton spoke to Alan Whitehead, the Cox Heath manager, after the match. So I'm uh, with uh, Alan Whitehead, the manager of Cox Heath and Farley, who've just defeated Vintners 2-0. Alan, I thought we played really well this morning. Yeah, we played well in patches. First quarter of an hour, I think, they were on top. Then we weathered the storm and came back home. You played some pretty good football, actually. You've got a good young team here and scored a couple of cracking goals. Talk us through the goals. Well, the first goal was... I think the keeper cleared it out and he went to my man on the halfway line, stepped forward and hit it from 35, 40 yards. Yeah. Second one might have been a cross, but he's claiming it as a goal. I think it was a cross. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, so you've, you've got a few games in hand. It's a tight league. Um, you know, how far do you think you can get up the well, league? Well, I told him win all our games and we win the league. Simple as that. Absolutely. Right, so who's next for you? Away to Tempest in the Cup. Away to Tempest in the, the Cup. next league game's home to Victor Rangers. And just as a general thing, how is it working out with like COVID? Have you lost any players? Yeah, or? Well, I took my right back off today after 10 minutes because he's just got over COVID and he couldn't breathe. We've lost a few players. I've had it, but coming back now. OK, excellent. Well, well done. Congratulations. Thank that you. was a really good win this morning. Thank you. Thank Cheers, you. Dave. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Dave and Alan there for that interview. In Division 3... Leybourne City went goal-mad against Yalding and Ladenford Reserves, hitting nine for no reply. A brace each for Bradley Jeffrey and Lewis Nichols, and goals from George Davis, Ryan Scott, Luca Gord and Callum Jeffrey gave City the points and moves them into second place, a game in hand and now just three points behind Whitehorse Jaguars. Mason Tempest won a tight game against Kent Sands United, Scores were level at one apiece at half-time, courtesy of a Kieran Higgins 10th minute goal for the Tempests. The winner came in the 70th minute from Ben Phillips, sending the points the way of Tempest and making the second part of the season look interesting at the top end of the table. Two teams were in Challenge Cup action, as Byron Blues hosted their Premier Division rivals Marden, and it's Barman unfortunately bowing out, losing 4-1. A goal from Jack Jewel Semadeni wasn't enough as the damage came from Johan Caney Bryan, Daniel Sharp, Robbie Smith, and Daniel Baxter. That sees Marden through to the latter stages of the competition. Four ties played in the President's Cup Group A, and the first saw a comprehensive win for Park Royal over Aylesford. A hat trick for Raymond Chadwick and goals from Jason Farp and Bradley Fox takes them through and means the first time in a while we mention an Aylesford game without a goal from Tommy Whitnell. East Morling got back to winning ways after, in their own words, a disappointing start to 2022. Brett Ince and George Sibley goals, alongside a goal each from Jack and Tom Bray, sealed the 4-0 home win over Langley Athletic. IGS and Yielding Ladford needed a shootout to settle their tie after drawing one all. Liam Wilkins scoring for IGS before they took the win on spot kicks 3-1. And that takes them through to the semi-finals as well. The final tie saw White Horse take on Aylesford Reserves. And it's the Premier Division Breadmen progressing to the semis as well, courtesy of a Zach Walter goal giving them a home win. Now on to the final Sunday of January 2022 already. And this coming weekend sees more cup action this time, it's President's Cup Group B at the quarterfinal stage, and eight teams all vying to progress to a semi. Let's start with a look at the league fixtures, and Aylesford will be hoping to return to winning ways as they take on Marden, 
and will be looking to turn the games in hand into wins and points on the board to make ground on Park Row and East Morling. Although Marden are in exactly the same position points and games wise, so it's anybody's guess which way this one can go. Meanwhile, first take on second as East Morling hosts Park Royal. Morling, back with a win in the cup this week, looking to keep that going and build further at the top. Whilst Park Royal, having beaten Aylesford comprehensively in the cup, will be looking to carry that on against the league leaders. The top two aren't in action in Division 1, which will give Langley Athletic a chance to head top of the table if they travel to IGS and come away with three points. Sutton Valance will be at home against Yielding and Ladford, and will this be the weekend Valance knocked some points on the board? In Division 2, Snodland are in cup action, but their six-point lead at the top means that they'll still be there no matter what happens this weekend. Invictor Sunday are at home to Vinters, whilst Laybourne Chase hosts Barman Youth, and will be hoping for better luck on the injury front this week. Park Royal Reserves host Minter and the away side, having won only once at home this season, don't go into the match with form on their side. On to Division 3, and with Laybourne City, Tempest and Kent Sands all involved in the cup, it gives Len Valley a chance to move up a place if they defeat Maidstone Kestrels on the road. That would put them level on points with City and Kent Sands, but with the other two having a much greater goal difference. All Nut Wanderers have been in better form of late and will be looking to continue that at home to cross keys. Meanwhile, Whitehorse Jaguars haven't lost in their last six league outings and with only one defeat all season, take on Yielding and Ladderford reserves. The Jags will be looking to put more distance between them and the chasing pack. In the President's Cup Group B quarterfinals, we have Laybourne City facing higher division opposition at home to Invicta Rangers. Mates and Tempest played Division 2 Coxie from Farley. Kent Sands United travelled to face Parkwood Jupiters for an all-Division 3 tie. And Snodland Town take on their Division 2 rivals Laybourne in a local derby. Now before we wrap up for this week, we've got a cup draw for you. And it's for the quarter-final of the League Challenge Cup, so I now hand over to Ian Tucker to take you through the draw. Well, it's time now to uh, do the draw for the uh, Challenge Cup quarter-final, sponsored by uh, Hovis, and a big thank you again to everyone at Hovis for their uh, support with this uh, competition. Uh, joining me today for the draw is uh, David Borton, the chairman of the league, and his vice-chairman, uh, Mick Terry. Hello to both of you. Evening, Ian. Evening. Now, hopefully, hopefully, he says, there are eight balls ready and raring to be drawn. Can we just... We're all, pres- all present and correct. We're all present and correct. Uh, so Mick will be drawing the uh, the home teams for us. David will follow up with the opposition. So, uh, Mick, over to you, sir. Number eight. Uh, number eight, that brings up East Morling Reserves. We'll play number two. And they will be at home to Cross Keys. Number five. Second tie out is number five. That's Aylesford. We'll play number one. And that's IGS. Number seven. Number seven. That's Len Valley. We'll play number three. That's home advantage for Len Valley, who'll be playing Laybourne Angels. Mick, hopefully there's two left. 
First one there, it's number four. Number four, that's Mardin. And the last one in is number six. Number six, David, that brings up Minter. So those uh, games will be scheduled in February. Do keep an eye on the league website for the exact date those fixtures will be played. And good luck to all the teams taking part. We'll be back with a semi-final draw very, very soon. Thanks again to everyone involved in that draw. And as soon as we know more about when the games will be played, we'll bring that to you. In the meantime, good luck to all teams in action this weekend. Hoping the weather is kind and everyone stays well. Until next week, enjoy your football. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk All Across the League show. Going through the fixtures and results of last week and this week. And at the end of the month, an update on the table where we are. Straight into it, starting with the Ron Pope Premier. Results from the 23rd of January. Belmont Athletic 5, Catford Wanderers 3, Mboys 0, AFC Brixton 6, Zavalas 3, Golden Eagles 2. John Pitt Senior, AFC Cointown 0, Carpet FC 2, Duke of Clarence 2, Broccoli Athletic 4, Lit Cap 2, Athletic Dildow 5. Into Division 1. FC Cornertown 5. Honor Oak 0. Bromley Green South 2. FC Charlton 0. Catford FC 3. London Lionhearts 8. Greenwich Park Rangers 3. Duke FC 0. Into Division 2. Blues FC A2, South London Dubs 5, Bromley Road 3, The Peoples 5, Charlton Reserves got a walkover against the ES Lions, Rosen Crown 2, Petswood Senior Black Vultures 2, and Sporting Lions 1, Interfector 4. For the fixtures for the 30th of January, Starting with the Ron Pope Premier. AFC Brixton versus Belmont Athletic. Mboys versus Golden Eagles. Zavalas versus FC Kawuya. Into the John Pitts Senior fixtures. Broccoli Athletic versus Lit Cap. Duke Clarence versus FC Rondo. Division 1 fixtures. FC Cholton versus Catford FC. Bromley Green South versus Dio Valente. Honor Oak versus Duke FC. London Lionhearts versus Greenwich Park Rangers. And finally, into Division 2. Blues FC versus ES Lions. Interfector versus Petswood Seniors. South London Doves versus Bromley Road. Sporting Lion versus Rosen Crown. And the Peoples versus AFC Cholton Reserves. That's all f- for this week. Enjoy your game. Stay safe. 
Enjoy. It's Sunday League. It's a game of football. It gets out of the house. Till next week. Bye. Sunday League this time. Starting with results from last weekend. In Division 1, South Darrenth losing 3-2 at home to Leather Bottle. Division 2, Gurunanak winning 2-1 against Shornheim. And Valley Rovers losing 5-0 to 6 Bells. In Division 3, FC Bells drawing 1-0 with Gurunanak reserves. Uh, Cobham Sunday losing 5-4 at home to Springhead Park. Uh, Graves and Cricketers losing 2-0 at home to Halls AFC. In Division 4, AFC Phoenix losing 4-2 to Taverners. South Darrenth United winning 3-1 against Hollisers. South Thames Cavaliers losing 1-0 to the Rose Athletic. Swanley winning 3-0 against Pelham Dolphins. In Division 5, Dartford Lions losing 6-0 to Charlton Invicta. Gurunat A losing 3-1 to Dartford Athletic. And Nuevo Club losing 2-0 to AFC Bexley. In some cup games, uh, so in the Ian, Wor- Ian Kerwood Cup, uh, ourselves Grand Sports Sundays winning 5-4 against New Ash Green. Uh, mad game, actually. We were 4-1 down with about 10 minutes ago um, and somehow managed to turn it around. Um, Graves and Spartans losing 2-1 to Swanscombe Tigers first team. Graves and United winning 6-1 against the Queen. Riverview United winning 1-0 against Darford Eagles. Uh, the Sun and AFC Rocheville went 1-0 full-time and after extra time with the Sun prevailing 4-3 on penalties. Swanscombe Tigers Reserves, probably the shock of the round, winning 4-3 against uh, current holders Real Gema, and that was after extra time. And in the President's Cup, Ridgeway Darts losing 2-1 at home to Crayford Town after extra time. Fixtures for this weekend. So in the senior, Longfield Athletic take on Swanscombe Tigers, and Real Gema face the Sun. In Division 1, New Ash Green take on Leather Bottle. In Division 2, Graves and Spartans take on ourselves, Grand Sports. Gurunanak take on Robin's Nest. Shornheim take on Swanscombe Tigers Reserves. Valley Rovers take on AFC Rocheville. In Division 3, Cobham Sunday take on AFC Bells. Graves and Cricketers take on Crayford Town. Rising Eagles face Springhead Park. In Division 5, AFC Bexley take on Nuevo Club. Some Cup. Action in the President's Cup, Charlton and Victor take on Dartford Lions and Gurunak Reserves take on Halls. In the Senior Cup, Dartford Eagles face Black Lion Hartley. In the Job Robertson League Cup, Graves United take on Six Bells. In the John Robertson League Cup B, Dartford Athletic take on South Thames Cavaliers. Hollisers face the Queen. South Darren United have Taverniers and the Rose Athletic face Swanley. The game is played on Sunday the 23rd of January. In the Hertfordshire FA Senior Cup quarterfinals, Casby Rangers and St Joseph's reached the last four with two away wins, leaving a real chance of an all Watford Sunday League final for what would be only the fifth time. Casby Rangers enjoyed a 3-1 win over Karen Pullis, who just seven days earlier had put out fellow Watford Sunday League side Bushy Rangers 5-2. 
After surviving a period of early pressure, Rangers went ahead when James Cragg got in front of his defender and carried the ball out of defence, working up the left wing and moving the ball onto Nathan Page, who then chipped the ball onto the left wing channel behind the wing back to find the run of Aidan Leslie, who hit it on the half volley with the ball ending up in the top right corner off the crossbar. Rangers continued to create chances, but Karen Pullis drew level after the ball was worked down the right with by a Rangers defender. Rangers struck back just 10 seconds into the second half when Taylor Osawondo received the ball out on the right wing from Connor Calla who then beat a defender and was able to curve the ball into the far corner of the goal. After missing some good chances, Rangers finally secured the place in the semi-final when Jamie McDougall's throwing was given back to him by Nathan Page and then McDougall beat the defender and swung in a left-footed cross that went all the way to the back post to Aidan Leslie who headed home. St Joseph's also made it through to the last four with a 1-0 win over Northall. The game started at a terrific pace with chances at both ends. The St Joseph's back five performed well once again and it shows that this that they have only conceded one goal so far in the four games to reach the semi-finals. The winning goal came midway through the second half when Dan Griggs accelerated past Northall fullback to send in a low cross that Jake Table managed to connect with just in front of the defender. In the semi-finals, due to be played on the 6th of March, Cassidy Rangers are away to Stratford Arms, while St Joseph's will entertain the winners of the tie between A.D. Tudors and Hearts Prodigies, which was abandoned on the day. In the Terry Devereux President's Cup Group A, Evergreen defeated Old Valerian 3-0, meaning that they required just a point from their final group game against Oakview to qualify for the semi-final, which would mean that Valerians would miss out on qualification. For the second week running, Evergreen scored twice from the penalty spot. Ben Adams, Tom Verberner and Ryan Sullivan netted the goals, leaving qualification in their own hands. In the Premier Division, North Watford moved to within a point of leaders' old Valerians with a 4-2 win over Oakview. Mark Weatherstone, Carl Penny, Daryl Brown and Marcus Wiley scored for the visitors, with Lewis Putman and Tom Kennedy replying for Oakview. Everett Rovers Reed remain in bottom place despite taking a point from FC Unicorn with a 2-2 draw. Everett took the lead early on with a neat finish from Messick Williams. Everett had numerous chances to extend their lead, but all were squandered, which allowed Unicorn back into the game after they scored twice in the second half through Danny Warwick and Callum O'Connor to take the lead midway through the second half. 
but Everett rewarded a late penalty after Unicorn's Jamie Calvin upended Cameron Reese in the box, with Cameron converting the result in spot kick. In Division 1, Bushy Rangers moved into third place in the table as they made it six wins from six games, as they crushed second place Abbott's Langley Club 5-1. Mark Hansard was the star man for Rangers as he struck four times, with Connor Carney also on target. Jack Carter scored the late consolation goal for Abbott's. Soccer made it two wins on the bounce as they beat Bushy Eagles 5-3. Bushy dominated the first half, missing several chances they would, that they would later come to regret and only had a Paul Kenwright's tapping after 25 minutes to show for their dominance. After a flurry of soccer subs at half-time and early in the second half, they equalised and then turned the game when Eagles' Joey Marsh was sent off. Soccer then struck with three goals in as many minutes to take a 4-1 lead. Eagles hit back with two goals, one from Danbourne and a penalty from Serge Excellent, but Soccer sealed the win late on after Eagles got caught on the counter-attack. Connor Mayer scored twice for Soccer, with Bradley Bridges, Michael Kofi and Micah Burton also scoring. Rajen Sangera scored the only goal as Langleyberry beat WDFC, leaving them second from bottom in the table. In Division 2, leaders Woodside's game was called off due to Covid, but the three sides hoping to catch them all won. Second place Watford Town beat mid-table Dombar 2-0, but they left it late with two goals coming in the last 10 minutes. One from new signing Nathan Collins and a goal from Michael East that went in off the bar. Third place Hertfordshire Eagles put 10 unanswered goals past bottom place with Abbott's Wanderers. Jack McLaughlin scored a hat-trick with Evan King and James King both netting braces and singles coming from Charlie Kimpton, Jordan Osborne and Glenn O'Malley. Forza Watford beat Dunning's Bar 4-2 with Dominic Leacock scoring twice and backup goals from Peter Rock and Giuseppe Delgado. James Fitzgerald and Flynn, Dinkin, uh, sorry, Flynn Duncan replied for Dunning's Bar. West Arts had only a third league win of the season, but it was an impressive one as they won 4-1 away at Chalfont Saints. Liam Andrews, Thiago Campos, Jason Topping and Jacob Colshaw with the goals for West Hearts with Aidan Brennan replying for the home side. In Division 3, King George lost the division's only unbeaten record as they suffered a first reverse of the season with a 2-1 home defeat to Watford Youth Sports Old Boys, who have now opened up a four-point gap over their opponents in second place. Lewis Taverner and Lewis Meath struck the vital goals with Carl Davison replying for King George. Leaders BBFC doubled local rivals, did the double over local rivals Brickettwood Acorns with a 3-0 win. 
James Barnett with a double and one goal from Tom Coleman was enough for BB to have a three-point lead at the top of the table. At the other end of the table, bottom place Wishingwell gained a second win of the season as they completed the double over Rio Rovers with a hard-fought 3-2 win. Lorenzo Lusso scored twice with Connor Powell also on target. Mitchell Estep and Scott Stilzine replied for Rio. Inter gave their best performance of the season so far with a 4-0 win over Batchworth, who they moved above in the table. Chris Stead stuck a hat, sorry, struck a hat-trick with Danny Firth also scoring. That's it for this week's roundup, and we look forward to being back with you next week with the games for the 23rd, sorry, for the 30th of January. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.